Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. Welcome back to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is episode 284, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. Communities with shared interests, values, thoughts, and attitudes encourage us to live better, to strive for more, and focus on the results we're looking for creating a sense of belonging, acceptance, understanding, and inspiration. This is exactly what you get from joining my free Discord community, Motivated Minds. On top of this, this group enables me to interact with each of you real-time for more in-depth conversations. Click the link in the show notes to join today. See you all in the group. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Do you ever feel like you could do more with the hours that make up a day? If so, it might be time to improve your discipline. Discipline is an often underrated quality and one of the most important traits we need in order to succeed. Despite this knowledge, though, finding ways to exercise self-control and remain motivated can sometimes prove challenging. So, How can we improve our discipline? What are some habits that can help to increase our self-discipline dramatically? Number one, pick the harder option and resist one thing per day. Choosing the harder option requires us to resist the easier or more tempting choice. In other words, we are making a deliberate decision to pursue a more challenging or less comfortable course of action. Daily, we are faced with hundreds of urges. Things like junk food, phone use, 
social media, drinking, shopping sprees, entertainment. By resisting these urges, we are training our brain to control impulses and make conscious decisions. When we focus on this resistance, we are strengthening our willpower muscle and improving our ability to make decisions that align with our values and goals rather than acting on every urge or desire. In other words, when we resist these temptations and distractions, we are learning to prioritize our priorities and develop self-control which are essential qualities for personal growth and success. Once we master this resistance, we can step up our efforts, resisting two things per day, then three, and on and on. Soon, we weed out harmful addictions, clearing the way for greater discipline and growth. Number two, take a cold shower. I've been doing this for about three months now, And it has been one of the best decisions I've made. Sure, cold showers are not fun, but taking one every morning builds discipline. Now, there are two main reasons as to why. One, overcoming discomfort. Taking cold showers requires pushing past the initial discomfort and discomfort of the cold water itself. This act of facing and overcoming discomfort helps to build discipline and mental toughness. Second, improving focus, clarity, mood, and alertness. This has several benefits. Increased focus means increase in motivation. This in turn means we are more productive throughout our day, which can drive us towards achieving our personal and professional goals. So, Aside from the discipline piece, you may be curious about the health implications of cold showers. Well, there are some powerful health benefits, such as improving our mood. This is because cold showers increase endorphin levels, those natural feel-good chemicals in our brain, which means an improvement in our mood and reduced stress levels. Think about the implications of starting your day with an improved mood. Improved circulation. This means an increase in blood flow, which helps to reduce inflammation and swelling, which can help to alleviate muscle soreness and improve recovery after exercise. In a similar way, cold showers also help to boost immunity, again, because of improved circulation. When we expose our body to cold water, our blood vessels constrict, which can increase blood flow and oxygen to vital organs. And this increased circulation helps to boost our immune system by allowing our white blood cells to travel more efficiently to sites of infections or inflammation. Lastly, cold showers help to reduce anxiety and depression. And this is because cold water stimulates our body's fight or flight response, which can have a calming effect on the mind, which leads to reduced stress and anxiety. 
Number three, get up on your first alarm. A lot of people are guilty of hitting that snooze button. Hell, some of you listening may have done exactly that this morning. A study by researchers at the University of Notre Dame really highlighted how common this is. The study published in the Journal of Sleep found that 57% of the participants were habitual snoozers. Now, A common reason as to why is because most people do not get enough sleep or quality sleep. Many people are chronically tired. So if this is the case, we need to focus on getting higher quality sleep. And how can we achieve this? Well, I've spoken to several sleep experts and actually brought two of them on this podcast. And here are two of those recommendations. First, declutter your brain. If you're someone that lies awake worrying before going to bed, make a to-do list for the next day. This makes us feel much better by helping to alleviate the pressure and clutter stuffed in our brain. If some of this clutter is unhelpful thoughts, we should write down the thoughts that are bothering us. We can take this a step further by creating an action plan to fix each of them. This also helps to push away any anxiety we may be experiencing before bed. Second, create a restful environment. Things like keeping our bedroom at optimal sleeping temperatures, which is between 60 to 67 degrees Fahrenheit, is perfect. Sleep prep for the season, meaning appropriate, breathable pajamas, bed sheets, and blankets. These can make all the difference in our comfort. On top of all of this, our bedroom should feel like a spa, meaning the colors, the decorations we have in our bedroom are relaxing. The environment is stress-free. Everything we engage with and the quality of that engagement is predicated on healthy, quality sleep. Number four, lean into fear. Fear is uncomfortable, but it's this uncomfort that allows us to see through to opportunity and point us towards the things we should pursue. For example, maybe you're scared of public speaking. That's a good indication you should try speaking in public. Maybe you're scared of heights. That's a good indication that you should try climbing a mountain. Maybe you're scared of failure. That's a good indication that you should push your limits. Fear is an indicator, not a stop sign. When we take fear and lean into it, we are giving ourselves control over our emotions and controlling our experiences, which leads to things like increased creativity, innovation, and self-discovery. When we avoid fear, we often end up living a stagnant life one limited and dictated by fear. So you're probably wondering how is this linked to discipline? Well, when we face our fears, it often requires a strong sense of self-control and determination, which leads to building greater discipline because we are training ourselves to confront and manage challenging or uncomfortable situations. When we decide to face our fears, we are building resilience and a greater ability to stay focused, 
and motivated in the face of adversity. In this way, discipline and the ability to lean into fear can reinforce and support one another, helping us to grow and become more capable in life. When we make consistent effort towards fear, we shed the exoskeleton of our fearful former self. We become a new person. Number five, have a morning routine. Having a morning routine sets a tone for the rest of our day. For example, if we start our day anxious or stressed or chaotic, chances are the rest of our day is dragged along by those emotions. 95% of people are reactive, meaning they wake up and they let life dictate what they do. And this dynamic means we simply react to what life throws at us, which means we are always playing defense. It makes us feel powerless and helpless. When we start our day with a morning routine, we start the day by controlling the starting moment. We start our day by establishing a sense of structure and purpose. Now, it's not necessarily specific things that we need to do in the morning, meaning it is not one size fits all. It's more about picking routines that fit our life objectives and building consistent routines optimized for those things. So it's critical that we define our objective. Ask yourself, what do I want or what do I hope to achieve? This could be things like experience less stress, become more athletic, start a business or start working on that passion project. Once we've defined the objective, we can adjust our morning routine accordingly. I'll give you an example. For me, I define three objectives. Start with clarity, calmness, and flexibility. These were important to me because I identified them as being the pillars to tolerating greater challenges throughout my days. And I focus on each morning with my routine. I take a cold shower, helping with clarity and focus. I stretch, helping with flexibility and stress. And lastly, I journal, further helping with clarity and additionally helping with calmness. Whatever you want to optimize for, prioritize it and create a morning routine around it. This changes everything about your day. Number six, do one more. What we think we are capable of doing should be challenged daily. Many people never discover their limits. It's an understanding of these limitations that allows us to challenge ourselves. It allows us to push what we thought was possible. And unless we push these boundaries, we will always get what we've gotten. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you want more. You want something different. You want to find greater success and happiness. These things are only achieved when we push our boundaries, when we question our preconceived notions about our limitations. It's in these moments of greater effort that we show ourselves truly how capable we are, how much our bodies and minds can actually tolerate and handle. We don't walk around with the most powerful computer in our skull to merely weigh us down. No, it's a piece of equipment that is meant 
to be stretched and programmed with new software daily. And we only get these data downloads when we go beyond the boundaries we've known. By doing so, we show ourselves just how capable we are, how big of a life we can actually live and experience. And to get to these distant lands, we can take one simple step, just one single step. When you think that's all, when you think you have nothing left to give, when you think you are not capable of giving more, do one more rep, read one more page, run one more mile, push yourself to do one more, just one more compounds over time, multiplying as we repeat them. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into six habits that'll make you six times more disciplined. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thank Thanks so much for listening. The Motivated Mind is a legacy division.